0: Hey guys, I'm Shaylee. And I'm Charity. And you're listening to Fallacious and Factual, a podcast where we dive deep into movies and TV shows and tell you how they got the story all wrong. Well, we're here for another week. Another week. And this week is going to be a little bit different than normal. I was just telling Charity before we started recording. I'm doing Anastasia this week. And I really wanted to compare this story to the real story But doing it off of the movie is a little bit difficult. Yeah. Because the movie has things like Rasputin, who's a zombie guy for like the majority of the movie because he dies within the first like two minutes. Mm -hmm. And you know, that's not factual because zombies aren't factual yet. So (laughs) Yet. (laughs) You know. She says yet. Yeah. So I was like, well, how am I going to do this? So instead of going... Scene by scene, like I normally do, I am just going to discuss the real story of Anastasia, and just bring in the truths that they brought in in the movie. Okay. Okay. And I'm going to apologize for two things before we get started. First, you might hear my dogs in the background because, like I told you last week, Taylor is still gone, which means I'm still babysitting my dogs. I mean, I mean, I'm always babysitting my my dogs. But I
1: mean, you're not babysitting them because they're yours. They're just here.
0: (laughs) They're just here, but, um, they can't be out of the room because Taylor's not here. He usually like takes them out. So you might hear them in the background and I apologize for that. So the other thing that I'm going to apologize for at the beginning here is most, if not all of the names that I'm going to be talking about are Russian names. Ah, and I don't know about you, but I don't speak Russian. Yeah,
1: I don't, I don't speak Russian either. I barely speak German. I mean, I can speak a bit of Klingon, but that's about so, it. I can
0: speak a bit of Klingon. <laughs> okay. All right, Miss Lady over there.
1: I've been teaching I've been teaching our nephew Klingon. His mom hates it, but it's so funny. It's fine. It's fine. So, I might mispronounce some of those names.
0: And if I do, I'm sorry, but I tried my best. Yeah. Don't come at me because I cannot speak Russian. Yeah. Okay.
1: Okay. I'm also sorry this week. I told I know we told you guys last week that I was supposed to do Radium Girls. Yeah. But I went on, like, Sunday. So I went on last week, and it was like, oh, you can purchase it next week. And I was like, sweet, I'll purchase it next week. But then I went on yesterday, and it's like, oh, you can't purchase it in your area. And I was like, well, how am I supposed to watch it then? And so I looked everywhere. You cannot purchase it in, I don't know, America. The streaming services. Yeah.
0: So, did you just order the DVD then? Yes. Okay.
1: So, I'm gonna... So, we will have it. We will have hopefully it. Next hopefully next week. Hopefully next week. So, we're doing
0: Anastasia for this week instead.
1: Yeah. Cool. So, let's get started. So, to
0: start off, the movie begins with a party celebrating the 300, 300th year of the Romanov rule. This is already inaccurate. Anastasia's father was, in reality, the Tsar, or the ruler, of Russia, but the Romanov rule actually began in 1613 on July 22nd, 1613 to be exact. Oh. So the year 1916 that they say that it is in the movie would have been the 303rd year of the Romanov rule.
1: Oh. Mm-hmm.
0: Why they didn't just make it 1913 cuz that would have been just as easy to say in the movie?
1: Yeah, I don't I if... Yeah. I mean, I don't think anything happened. Like, what was... I don't know. I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know. They just
0: decided 1916, which isn't... I mean, it fits in the timeline where the revolution's fitting to, like... Because then in 1917 is when they're killed, blah, 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 that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it fits the revolution timeline, but not the 300th year timeline. So it's already inaccurate. In this first part of the movie, we see the family, which... All of the family is fairly accurate. You have the Grand Duchess Anastasia, which I'm not going to try to say the rest of her name, of Russia, because I don't know how to say that word. <laughs> Anastasia Nikolaevna of Russia. We'll go with that. Okay. She was actually the youngest daughter in her family, and she did really have three older sisters. The older sisters were Olga, Tatiana, and Maria. And Olga, I had to look this up because I was like, how dare you name your daughters Olga, Tatiana, uh, Maria, and Anastasia. Like poor Olga. like
1: <laughs> <laughs> She was the oldest.
0: She was the oldest. Yeah. It's just like you're asking her to be like a strong man or something. Like,
1: No, I, uh, I, I, imma- I imagine when I hear Olga, I know it's not her name, but I imagine the troll from troll or like the big, like the ogre from Trolls. Oh really? You know, you know, you know her? I've never seen trolls, so no. You, yep. Yeah. You've never seen trolls? Mm, nope. Oh, well, there's some people probably know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I, I just I'm picture sure. that. Yeah. No, I think of uh uh I don't
0: even know what I think of. I just picture like a big European woman with braids, Olga and Helga. <laughs> I should have named <laughs> my chickens Olga and Helga. They're Henrietta and Blanche, but that's okay.
1: Henrietta and Blanche.
0: Yeah, those are my two big red ones. are Henrietta and Blanche.
1: <laughs> okay. But yeah. Oh, man.
0: So Olga, Tatiana, and Maria. And she had a younger brother named Alexei. Oh, I was saying Olga. I got distracted by trying to figure out who she reminded me of. Olga was named after one of Nicholas's sisters. So their dad. Yeah, Someone of the aunts. So it was a family name. That's why she was named Olga.
1: Oh, I mean, I mean, if I was ever named Olga after my aunt, I'd be like, no wonder she's the least favorite aunt.
0: For real. I don't <laughs> think she was the least
1: favorite, but I know what I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But she did
0: have a younger brother named Alexei. So this whole scene, this whole stuff, they got right in the movie, or at least they seemed to get right in the movie.
1: Yeah. Oh, I found. Did you know that she was a disappointment? Yeah. Like her parents wanted a son, so she was a
0: disappointment. And not just to her parents. There was like her uncle yeah. too. Like and every everybody. Yeah. I meant to write down that quote. There was a quote by her uncle that was like, God forgive us for being disappointed because we wanted a son, but we but they got a daughter.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. I was like Yeah. Wow. That's like
0: and her dad had to take, like, a walk around the neighborhood before he actually saw her because he was so disappointed that she wasn't a son. Oh, my gosh.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And, like, different times, you know, because he had yeah. three daughters already.
1: Yeah. In order
0: to pass down the name, you need a son.
1: Yeah. You know? But, I mean, that's still so sad. not so sad?
0: Yeah. I didn't even write that down, but that is. She was a disappointment. Yeah, I wrote that down. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I remember reading that. I actually read that at work, and I was telling one of my coworkers, and she's like, no way. And I was like, yeah. All of them, like, aunts, uncles, mom, dad, were all like, oh, no, another daughter. Why did we get another? She's healthy. Yeah, but, she's you know, healthy. She's, she's, she doesn't she's, have a little She's pee-pee. alive, but, yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> but she's not a boy. Yes. So, in the movie, Anastasia is supposed to be eight years old, right? Yeah. In reality, if it was the year 1916, she would have actually been 15 years old. Her birthday was June 18th, 1901. So in 1916, July of 1916, she would have just turned 15 15, years old. Mm -hmm. So then also in this first scene, we're introduced to the villain of the movie, Rasputin. Did you look up a picture of Rasputin? I did. He looks a lot like the character. He does. They did a really good job. Making his uh, face look the same. Yeah. As the real life person. Yeah. He was in reality a Russian mystic and a self pro- self-proclaimed self holy man. Yeah. In 1906, he began working as a faith healer for Alexei, so the son, because he had a rare disorder called hemophilia, which was a condition that caused your blood to be super thin, so it wouldn't clot. So like if you got a cut, oh, you would just bleed.
1: Oh, Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So he worked for um, Alexandra, so Alexei's mom. And she really did truthfully believe that he was a healer because she had asked him on many occasions to heal Alexei because of different things, like he had gotten hematoma one time, had internal bleeding one time. And every time that she asked him, asked Rasputin to pray for Alexei or to heal him, a couple days later, everything would be fine. Hmm. Yeah. So... He became an integral part of the royal courts, according to Alexandra and Nicholas, the father as well, because of the good that he did for Alexei. Oh. A lot... I didn't write this down, but a lot of the other servants, though, did not like him.
1: Yeah, well, I heard... So, the... I don't know if you wrote this down, but the one reason why the dad had to banish him, beca- it was because of a... Uh, um. Sex assault allegations. hmm But then uh, Yeah, all of all of the girls loved him. Mm-hmm. And they went to his funeral and they were actually planning on building a church on his on his gravesite. Yeah. And when they were murdered, they found a amulet with Rasputin's picture and his prayer on it.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I didn't know if you wrote that down, but I didn't
0: write all that down. Oh. But I wrote about his murder, which is coming up in just a second.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't know about his murder. I just wrote that down.
0: Oh yeah. But So many other people thought of him as a fraud. And there was an attempted assassination by a woman claiming Rasputin was the Antichrist. So she stabbed him in the stomach. Oh. Uh Uh-huh. But he recovered from that. I mean, he's a healer. Yeah. So he magically healed himself and recovered from that. Yeah. But he was actually killed by a group who didn't like the influence that he had on the Tsar and the royal family. Oh. So a member of this group... His name was, and don't kill me because it's a Russian name. His name was Yusupov. He invited Rasputin to his home on December 30th, mom's birthday, 1916. Oh. Many years before mom was born. (laughs) Many, many years. (laughs) Allegedly, he gave Rasputin drinks filled with poison, as well as cakes that were poisoned as well. But when nothing happened, he shot him in the chest. That, that seems the uh, that, but Rasputin survived that, and attacked Yusupov. So Yusupov shot him twice more, including shooting him in the head. Yeah, so he shot him in the head, and that's what killed him. Oh, so then he took his body and dumped it over a bridge into a river. Oh, mm-hmm. that. After they had killed him, they had dressed up like him, this group did, and went home to his house, walked into his door, so people would be like, oh, yeah, I saw him go home last night, so it couldn't, like, tie the murder back to them. Yeah.
1: Wait, so how did they find them?
0: I don't know, actually, how they figured out it was them. Oh. But that's what happened. So Rasputin, Crazy. he was never a zombie undead hellbent on destroying the Romanovs.
1: Yeah. He wasn't the one that so, murdered them.
0: He was not the one that he murdered them. But in the movie, his curse, Rasputin's curse, starts the revolution that leads to the death of the Romanov family. In reality, the family had been imprisoned in the Alexander Palace before being moved to the Tobolsk Siberia and they were next moved to a house in Yekaterinburg.
1: <laughs> Yekaterinburg. Sure. Sure. Near the Ural yeah.
0: Mountains before their execution in July of 1918. So they were really attacked on yeah. July 17th, 1918, by a group of Bolsheviks. Bolsheviks. Oh. For those of you like me who don't know what yeah, a Bolshevik I don't is. Know. They were a far left revolutionary Marxist faction founded by Vladimir Lenin. Vladimir.
1: Basically. Mm-hmm,
0: basically, from what I read. They wanted a socialist society with the principles of democratic centralism. Oh. Uh, so it's basically what started Russia into their communist. Yeah. What they are now. Yeah. Okay. So they were taken to this house because these this group was worried that anti-Bolsheviks, people that were actually on the SARS side, would come in and try to release them, try to like help them escape. Okay. So... The family so was taken down They were in
1: prison. Mm-hmm.
0: And they were taken down to the basement into this room. Told that they were going to have a picture taken of them. Had them line up on the side of the wall, two lines, and were shot one by one. Yeah, children included. There was also four others that were there that were not part of the family. They were a court physician, Eugene Botkin, a lady in waiting, Anna Demidova, a footman, Alexei Trupp, and head cook, Ivan Tanov We'll go with that. Karitinov. Yeah,
1: I saw that um, Anna, but I don't know her last name, but the lady in waiting.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Anastasia's lady in waiting or someone.
0: Anna Demidova.
1: Yeah, she didn't actually die from the bullet wound and she tried to protect herself with a pillow that was stuffed with um, jewels, uh-huh. but they ended up just using the... The, th- the bayonet on her, and mm-hmm. she, that's how she ended up dying. Yeah, because they sewed in jewels to their corsets. Yeah, and the bullets bullets would like ricochet rick- off ricochet of off of the jewels.
0: Yeah, which actually comes back later because that's how Anna Anderson, who claims to be Anastasia, says that she survived. Yeah, was because of that. But yeah, if they were shot and still breathing, they were stabbed to death. Mm-hmm. Yep, their bodies were then taken into the woods and left in an unmarked grave somewhere. And the Bolsheviks only announced Nicholas's death, so the father's death, but eventually word got out that all of them had been killed. Yeah. So they attacked Anastasia's family and murdered them all because revolution, I guess?
1: Yeah, I read I also read a thing that when they were being held captive, mm-hmm. Anastasia got angry because like they could they painted the windows like that she couldn't see outside and it was warm. So Uh she opened a window and she put her arm out the window. Uh But one of the guards saw her and shot at her arm and it just barely missed. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't read that. Yeah. Oh.
0: Yeah, I didn't read that. I did read that. This is random. I don't know why open a window made me think of that. (laughs) But there was a tutor that would help tutor the kids before they were, like, imprisoned and stuff, obviously. But whenever Anastasia would get low marks on, like, her papers that she would write... She would go pick flowers and bring them to the tutor to, like, be like, hey, actually give me a better grade. (laughs) So he had to, like, watch how he graded her papers and, like, what he told her and stuff. Yeah. Which I thought that was cute. That's cute. I didn't write it down, but I remember that because it was cute. Yeah. So like I was saying, they were all murdered and the bodies were never shown. So there were rumors that she, Anastasia, and maybe one of her sisters and possibly her brother as well were able to escape. Mm. The burial place, which was an abandoned mine, wasn't found until 1991.
1: Yeah, I saw that.
0: Only three daughters and the parents' remains were found in that burial place, though. Thus, furthering the possibility that maybe her and I were still alive.
1: Can I... When I was reading her brother's name, I just thought it was plain Alex. I didn't even read the I. And then I saw the I, and I was like, it's a silent I. It's just Alex. <laughs>
0: It's a, silent, <laughs> it's, a, it's a silent. It's a silent. I mean,
1: nowadays we have like Riley with like three Fs and a G. Oh yeah. Like well, it's like Absida and
0: it's like A B C D E, Absida.
1: Like yeah. I mean, I have you got some crazy. I know a person who has a Z in her name, but it's silent. 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 I was like, why? Why? English. Anywho, anywho. Sorry. Yeah. I I I totally. I told myself <laughs> I was like, it's silent. It's it's just Alex. <laughs> Alexa. Yeah. Alexa. Anywho. Funny story. Yeah.
0: So yeah, so the fact that their bodies were not found just kind of furthered that possibility of them maybe be still being alive. So this is when the play and two movies about Anastasia, including the one that we're talking about, came out. There was a play that came out in Europe, and then there was a movie in 1965, I think is when it came out, and then this movie came out in 1997.
1: I so want to be in this play. It looks so much fun. Yeah. Yeah, and the main guy who plays the Dimitri on Broadway, mm. so freaking handsome.
0: So are the play and the movie, this movie, pretty similar?
1: They're kind of similar. I mean, the so what I've seen of the play in one of the songs, she meets Dimitri in a like a a parade. Oh. And there there's a full song about it. And mm. the guy who plays Dimitri, he's fine. I mean, he's married and has a kid, but he's he's very handsome. Yeah. Um but yeah so they meet first in a parade and then everything happens so then when she she's having the flashback Mm she yeah it's if any i mean i don't know where you can find it you can probably just search on google and find like a really bad like video video quality quality because i mean it's probably still on broadway so they don't have a recording of it
0: yeah probably not
1: but it's so good everybody should listen to the music music's so good yeah Yep. just going into my geeky side of musicals but we're
0: fine (laughs) that's fine that's allowed fine it's allowed so yeah so that's when these three different renditions of the story of anastasia came out but in 2007 a second gravesite was found and in this gravesite there were remains of a girl and a boy thus Mm -hmm. all the children were accounted for so then where does the story of anya in this movie turn into anastasia Well, like I said, the bodies weren't discovered until 1991 and all of this execution and stuff happened in 1917. So there was like a good 80 years
1: that rumors of Anastasia and Anastasia's body wasn't found until 2007. So exactly like there's I don't even know how many years.
0: Exactly. I'm really sorry if you can hear my dog in the background. She will not put that toy down and she's just loving chewing on it right now. So if you can hear it, that is Ruby and she loves you too. So yeah. So her body wasn't even discovered until 2007. So that's yeah. a lot of time from 1917 to 2007. That's almost 100 years that they didn't know anything. So many women did actually claim to be Anastasia, but there was one who lived it for many, many years. And oh. Her name was Anna Anderson. Wow. In 1920, she was institutionalized for a suicide attempt in Berlin. She had jumped off of a bridge in Berlin, was not dead, Did not k- ended up killing herself, and was taken to a hospital to oh. help her with her mental stability. Yeah. At first, she just went by Freulein Umbekant. That's German. I can say those words. <laughs> 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 Which means Miss Unknown in German because she refused to give anyone her real name. Wouldn't tell anybody about who she was, what her past was, anything like that. Nothing.
1: Mm, That seems that just. Mm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Normal. That's normal for everyday life. It's normal. You know what?
0: If I was to that point too, I'm like, you know what? Just call me for a light I don't even care at this point. Like feed me and I'm good. Yeah. She actually refused to speak for six months. But when she did speak, she had a noticeable Russian accent.
1: Because she's from Russia. So, I mean, that would make sense. She could be. I Nobody mean... knows where she's from. Oh, yeah. Because she doesn't. T- oh.
0: Yeah. She hadn't, she hadn't told we anybody. No, we where still she's don't
1: know back. to this day. That-
0: no, I, I will tell you. In oh, a minute, okay. But- I was like, wait. We yeah. still don't know. <laughs> no, no. It comes back. It comes back. <laughs> okay. Okay. But then she also had stra- strange scars all over her body as well. Oh. That's- so. One of the patients at the mental hospital that was with her said that she was Anastasia, the Grand Duchess Anastasia, and the scars on her body were from being stabbed when the gunshots didn't work.
1: Yeah.
0: This patient, her name was Clara Puthert, and Clara actually got friends and family of the Romanoff family to come and meet Anna to see if she was Anastasia. Quite a few of these visitors did actually claim, just by side alone, that sure enough, she was actually Anastasia.
1: Wow, she must have looked... I've...
0: She looked... Doppelganger. According to some people, she looked a lot like Anastasia. According to some other people, she looked nothing like Anastasia. So, granted, Anastasia was only 15 when she died.
1: That's true. And then there's, like, time and... Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I feel like I don't look very similar to
1: my 15-year-old self. I mean it's only been a few years, but I don't look anything. Yeah. So I I was looking at old pictures for me and I was like, Man, I was such a cringy kid. I can't believe I was ever that. like that. We Anywho. all went
0: through that. Yep. One of these visitors was Captain Nicholas von Schwab and he was a former personal guard to the Dowager Empress or Anastasia's grandmother. And he had showed her showed her old photos of the family. And while he was showing her these photos, she got upset. Like, her face went red and she got super upset, but refused to speak about it. So then after he left, she told the nurses that night that, quote, the gentleman has a photo of my grandmother, which the photo that he was showing her was a photo of the Dowager Empress, who was Anastasia's grandmother.
1: Coincidence? Maybe. I don't know.
0: One of the first objections about Anna being Anastasia came from... Sophie booked who is actually in the movie. Sophie, uh, Vladimir's yeah. Sophie. Yeah, that's who she's oh, based. I off
1: love, of. I love how when he's talking to her, he was like, "Oh, she's like a oh, you're
0: like a little cream puff."
1: We're <laughs> like, talking about a person or a pastry. <laughs> oh man, I want to get to talk about me like that. <laughs> like you're a pastry? No, just um, like. Yeah, you can see, you can hear the adoration oh, in his voice. And he's like, he's so voice. smitten with this one woman. A hundred percent.
0: But that's it. So this Sophie Buxhoveden is who Sophie in the movie is based off of. Oh. But she's not exactly the same. So in the movie, she's a first cousin to the Dowager Empress. And that's how she knows her. In reality, she was a lady in waiting for Alexandra, Anastasia's mother. And when she saw Anna... She said that she was much too short to be Tatiana, because Tatiana was one of the sisters, that they believed that maybe, because they were only two years apart, yeah. Anastasia was fifteen and Tatiana was seventeen. So they thought that one of the bodies could have been A- Anastasia or Tatiana that was found, and then the other one was one or the other. So Sophie mm-hmm. said that she was too tall or too short to be Tatiana, to which Anna replied, quote, "I never said I was Tatiana." So that's people are like, oh, she must be Anastasia then. And that's kind of where the so she's Anastasia, Anastasia came, came from. from? Mm-hmm. Mm. Exactly. So after news of Anna being possibly Anastasia made its way to America, Glee Boken, who was the son of the family physician who was killed with the family. And a distant cousin, Xenia Leeds, arranged for Anna to travel to America. So for six months, she lived with Xenia in Oyster Bay, New York, and she had actually told people that she was going to America to have her jaw reset because it had been broken by a Bolshevik soldier when she was trying to escape. Uh, What? Mm -hmm. That was her story. She said that she had to fix her jaw because it was broken by a Bolshevik soldier when she was trying to escape.
1: Uh, I don't... I mean, I mean, sure. Yeah, that, that
0: was actually her story, was that. In the movie, Sophie asks Anastasia how she did escape during the siege of the palace, to which Anastasia responds that a servant boy opened the wall and talks about, like, Dimitri and stuff, you know?
1: I love Dimitri.
0: Yeah, same. Well, when she was asked in reality how she escaped, Anna would tell people, just like we were saying, that she had diamonds and jewels sewn into her clothes to protect her from the bullets, and she pretended to be dead and laid underneath the bodies of her family. Then there was a Bolshevik soldier who actually took pity on her and helped her escape. That was her story.
1: Okay, that that kind of... kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could see it. Yeah. But it's also, like, it's it's very... Very it's kind of like, a stretch. Yeah, it's very
0: out there. Especially since those Bolshevik soldiers were the ones that did not want the Tsar to be in rule.
1: Yeah. So
0: why would you let someone escape that could then come back and be like, Oh, I'm that Grand Duchess Anastasia who has rights to rule Russia.
1: Yeah, it's it's very yeah. far-fetched. I, I can see a little bit of it.
0: And why just Anastasia when she had... Three other sisters and a little brother as well.
1: Yeah. I take
0: pity on one of the kids and not any of the others.
1: Yeah. And like while she was, how, how long was she laying under them? Because yeah. they also, I saw a thing where um there were some guards, like from some soldiers accounted that like her and Maria were, they, because they started dragging, taking the bodies out of the room. Yeah. Like were screaming while they were taking the bodies out of the room before they were killed. Um, but like if she was stabbed, cause she has like the, 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 stab, the marks. stab marks, how long was she laying under the bodies? Like, were there many soldiers down there? Cause she could have bled out, but like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's far. It's, it's far, lot. but it's, I can, I can see it. I can yeah. see the corner. Like it would have been
0: a great miracle if that's really yeah. what happened. Yeah. I yeah. can see
1: the corner. I just don't see the full picture. Mm-hmm. Truth. Yeah. So that,
0: that was her story though. So then in October of 1928, after the death of the Dowager Empress Marie, so the grandmother, who I will talk about more in the end because she didn't live in Paris awaiting Anastasia to find her. After she died, the surviving members of the family, or the 12 closest, it was the 12 closest members of the Tsar family, all met together and signed a declaration that stated that they believed Anna to be an imposter.
1: Oh, this was
0: known as the Copenhagen statement because, like I'll say in a minute, she, Maria, lived in Copenhagen. That was like her ending place, not Paris. So this was signed in Copenhagen. And it said, "Quote, our sense of duty compels us to state that the story is only a fairy tale. The memory of our dear departed would be tarnished if we allowed this fantastic story to spread and gain any credence."
1: Hmm. They
0: also had a hard time believing that she was the real Anastasia. Because she lacked any memory of important details of the real Anastasia's life. Yeah. And the real Anastasia was fluent in Russian, French, and English, where Anna was not. Oh. So it's little things that, like, you probably should remember three languages that you learned. Especially when you were 15, when all of this went down. Like, Yeah,
1: you're, you're 15, you've been taught this your entire life. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, have, like, like, some sort of memory of something you know yeah but she did not so that's why a a lot of people had a really hard time believing that she was actually
1: i mean i would too i'd be like speak russian yeah german russian Russian.
0: yeah so then anna moved back to germany because like i said she was living in new york for a while she moved back to germany and there was a bunch of court cases against her and she was trying to prove that she was anastasia they were trying to prove that she was not anastasia but this was all right as World War II was happening. And Germany could not have court uh, cases against other yeah. countries during this time.
1: Yeah. So all of those were
0: just kind of thrown out the window. Oh. But during this time, Anna decided to move back to America with Glebe. Gleb. I I, say, I think it's Glebe. Gleb Glebe. Glebe. So she was only on a six-month visa, though, when she moved there. So, her and one of Glebe's friends, Jack Manahan, got married. Seems
1: seems logical.
0: A lot of people said that they weren't married because of love. They were just married so that she got a visa. Oh. And then she did end up dying on February 12th, 1984, of pneumonia. And was cremated shortly after. So, then in 2007, when the bodies of the two missing children were found... DNA was far enough along that they were able to confirm that all of the children, Anastasia and Alexa included, and the parents were in fact killed on the same day.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: There were no survivors of this family.
1: Mm. But so since, sad.
0: I know. It's really sad like I was thinking about it cuz I looked at a picture of like the real family and they were like adorable they children. They were
1: all so young too. So young.
0: Mom and dad included. Yeah. It was really sad. But since Anna had been cremated, they thought that there wouldn't be any DNA to test of hers to see if she really was Anastasia or not, or if any relation to the Romanov family at all. Mm. But back in 1979, she had had a surgery where part of her intestine was actually removed. Oh, They would do that a lot. I think they still do that just in case whatever condition you had came back and they had another piece to test it against. So they did ha- keep part of her intestine at this hospital. Wow. So they compared that with DNA evidence from the family and found that she was not at all related to the Romanovs. Not even closely related to the, the Romanovs. Not even distantly related to the Romanovs.
1: Makes make sense. Makes sense. Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: Yeah. She was, in reality, a woman named Francisca Schatzkowska. That sounded pretty good, right? Yeah, that sounded sounded good. That sounded good. Thanks. She was a Polish-German factory worker from Pomerania who had disappeared in 1920. She had attempted suicide in 1920 and was found in Berlin. So, timelines match.
1: Timelines match. Uh
0: Uh-huh. Franziska had a history of mental instability, and she was actually injured in a factory explosion in 1916, which accounted for the scars on her body. A A factory explosion. A factory explosion. Mm -hmm. And that's where she got all those scars. Wow. Uh Uh-huh. These findings were published in German newspapers, but were not proved definitively. But everything kind of matches up that she is. Yeah,
1: everything collides. Uh
0: Uh-huh. And even her brother came forward and said, yeah, that's my sister. Like, she's not Anastasia. She is my sister, Francesca. Is that her name? Did I just say that right? She is my sister Francisca that we have not been able to find for the last however long that that is my sister. Ah. Mm-hmm. So now that we talked about the real story of Anastasia, we'll talk about a couple of the other characters in the movie and how they tied in. So Vladimir, he was actually based on Count Vladimir Fredericks. He was Nicholas's that chief. Sounds court like a minister. vampire. Count Vladimir Fredericks. Yeah, it does.
1: Um yeah, I told you.
0: Yeah. Sounds like a he's vampire. A count.
1: I know Count Count Dracula? Uh-huh. Cousins? Brothers? Sorry. He's probably not a vampire. What? I know I don't know. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> You're just cousins? Yeah, because it's like Count Frederick and Count Dracula cousins. Oh, are they cousins? Brothers. Just because they're counts
0: does not mean they're related. Well, they could be. They have to be someone with the last name Fredericks.
1: Count Dracula Fredericks. Yep. Same who thing, knows? basically. It's basically the same thing. Basically the same thing. <clears throat> Anywho, he's probably not a vampire, but it's
0: fine. Anywho, he's actually um Nicholas's chief court minister. Oh, so is who he was. Yeah. Oh. And he was very close to the family and remained in Russia for years after the revolution happened. Hmm. So in the movie, the movie Vladimir states that the name Anastasia means she who will rise again. And that is partially true, actually. Anastasia does actually mean resurrection. So, she who will rise again, resurrection. Same thing. Similar. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then we have Dimitri. He was based on a European prince who vouched for Anna Anderson's identity as Anastasia. But the prince had only met Anastasia once. Yeah. During their childhood.
1: Yeah, I don't...
0: So he was not a very credible
1: source. Well, I mean, so uh, one thing that confused me was like mm-hmm. she was in a mental hospital and one of the mental patients was like, oh, she's Anastasia. <laughs> they believed a mental patient. And everyone patient?
0: was like, she's right. Yep. That mental instability person I is mean, correct. I mean, I
1: think I would believe a prince more than a mental patient <laughs> because, I mean, they're in the mental hospital. Like, yeah. no offense to any people in mental hospitals. Like, no, 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 no offense. No but offense. But if you're but,
0: telling like, me someone's a Grand Duchess Anastasia, I'm
1: probably not going to believe you. Yeah. Pro- probably not uh-huh, just yeah. because like where where you're you you're you are right now uh-huh, exactly like yeah. anywho that was just something that I was like wait yeah, they no, just that's... like blindly was yeah uh-huh. that's her uh-huh. that's that is definitely her 100 that's 100 exactly yep yep wow anywho
0: yeah but like I said, he had only met Anastasia once during their childhood so he was not considered a credible source I mean yeah but a pretty cool fact from the movie. So in the song, they sing, if I can learn to do it, that song, if I can learn to do it, then you can learn to do it. They're teaching Anya how to become Anastasia. And the first line says, you are born in a palace by the sea. And this is actually accurate. She was born in the Peterhof Palace, which sits along the Gulf of Finland.
1: So her father took a walk by the beach?
0: Uh, When she was born, because he was disappointed. disappointed. Uh that's what happened. And then the next line in the song says that she rode horseback when she was only three. I couldn't find anything to say that she was three when she started riding horseback. But I did find a quote from one of her aunts, the Grand Duchess Olga Alexdrovna.
1: That aunt.
0: The Olga one that Olga that is named aunt. after. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm. And she's she such said, a nice... Sorry, she's probably such a nice person. She probably it's just, is. It's just the, the name, name Olga, though.
0: It's just the name. Yeah. Yeah. So, Olga... She said, quote, only Anastasia had a taste for riding. Had she lived, she would have become an excellent horsewoman. Aww. Mm-hmm. And there's a picture that I found that shows her at eight years old riding a horse, a white horse, like the movie said. Hmm. Crazy. So then we come to the Dowager Empress Maria. Anastasia's grandmama.
1: Grandmama. Grandmother. Grandmother.
0: After the revolution... She actually moved to Crimea, which is a spot in Ukraine, not to Paris. In her diary, after she got the news of the murder of her son and his family, she wrote, quote, I am sure they all got out of Russia and now the Bolsheviks are trying to hide the truth. End quote.
1: So oh, she, she believed that wanted they wanted were... to
0: believe that they were okay.
1: That like that hurts. Right? So it's like she deep down she knows that it's true. But she she doesn't want to believe it. it, So Uh she's telling herself that, no, she'll see them again. Like, they'll reunite. But then it's... Yeah. And then they don't. That hurts your heart.
0: Yeah. She firmly held on to this until her death.
1: I mean, they didn't meet again, so... Mm -mm. The truth was
0: too painful for her to admit publicly. And she actually continued writing letters to her son, to Nicholas, and his family, hoping that they would get to him. Yeah. A lot of those letters have been lost, but there's one that's still around and in it she wrote, quote, you know that my thoughts and prayers never leave you. I think of you day and night and sometimes feel so sick at heart that I believe I cannot bear it any longer. But God is merciful. He will give us strength for this terrible ordeal. End quote. Isn't that so sad? It just like shatters. Right? It's so sad. I was like, That oh. is
1: so sad.
0: So they weren't together in Paris. Anastasia did not come meet her in Paris. She didn't fall in That's love with Dimitri. Dimitri's not even a real person. <laughs> and like I said, she made her final home in Copenhagen, which is not Paris. Yeah. So the real story, like I said, is not the happily ever after that the movie portrays. I hate
1: when that happens. Yeah, it's
0: actually a very terrible it's story. It's
1: very terrible.
0: It's really sad,
1: actually. Yeah.
0: Like, a whole family murdered for what? Because they wanted to be a communist society instead of having because a sorrow Because of their bloodline? Like, yeah.
1: Oh, that's so sad. But yeah.
0: That is all I have for that movie.
1: Oh, I have a few factual facts? Do you? Yeah, please share. So, I found that um so when Anastasia was little, um something was going on at that at in Russia at that time and her mom actually took her and her siblings to like the Red Cross to help the soldiers. So her mom and her two oh. oldest sisters would help the wounded, but since um she And her brother were too young. They would play checkers and they would like play with all the soldiers. Yeah. And then she would also play tricks on the staff and her tutors and her like siblings and just like everybody. Yeah. And she was known as a very bubbly, very happy child. Like in, um, while they were in prison, she would put on like a show for like all the, for everybody. And like, she would, she was just a very happy, bubbly child and she loved making people laugh and she, yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah, they do actually say that in the the one song, that song that I was quoting before. They say that she was. Uh, how did the, how did they word it? They said, you made faces and terrorized the cook, threw him in the brook. Then she says, was I wild? And they said, wrote the book.
1: But yeah. You'd
0: behave when your father gave that look.
1: Yeah. So she was she was a bit. Vi- she just loved making people laugh like she would put on skits and she would like there was one. When there was one letter that she wrote to somebody, I forget who, uh-huh. but it was just talking about how, like, they went on the swing set and she fell and it, she thought it was so funny, but she kept telling her sisters and her sisters got annoyed, but she kept telling them because she thought it was so funny. Oh, really? Uh, it was such a cute letter, but, like, she was cute. just a very happy, bubbly child and to just be yeah. murdered like that. Like, even it's true. even in her, when she, they were imprisoned, she was mm-hmm. still happy and bubbly and she made other people laugh. Oh, yeah, it's so such sad. a sad story. It
0: really is. It really is. I've decided that I want to do all of the Disney movies um, compared to the Grim Brothers Tales. I have
1: the Grim Brothers Tale book if you yeah. want to
0: borrow it. So I want to do like Cinderella and Snow White and yeah. all of those.
1: I have a big book. Rihanna yeah. gave it to me if you want to borrow end up it or if you want to buy it. <laughs> I mean, you can borrow mine. Well, not like yeah. buy it from me. Oh, One. I was like, if you want to like buy a copy for yourself, <laughs> but if you want to use mine, you can definitely okay. use mine. Okay.
0: Yeah, I thought about making those like our Patreon episodes. Having yeah, those be the extra ones because those are pretty
1: cool. Those are really cool. But yeah, that
0: was Anastasia. This is a tragic story. A tragic story, and not a lot of truths in that no. movie at all. Sadly, actually, that there really was really no good movie. talking
1: bat. There
0: was not a tar- talking bat. He's not like my favorite character. Bartok. Um, Taylor and I quote him all the time when we go, give her a ha and a haya and a <laughs> whoa and I kick her, sir. We quote that all the time. Like, uh, <laughs> probably more than uh, any other quote. And I don't know why, but it's just a good one that we call all the time.
1: Yeah. So. He, he's the best character. And I love Dimitri. I love Dimitri. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good movie. It's such a good movie.
0: Not a lot of truth to it.
1: No. This is a
0: shorter episode. Sorry, guys. But there's not a lot to talk about for this movie. Yeah. But I still wanted to do it. So here we are. Hopefully next week we'll have Radium, Radium Girls. Girls.
1: Yes. Plan. Yeah. Plan on it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. And then I want to do Elvis coming up. The new Ooh. Elvis movie. Joseph keeps asking me to do that movie. So
1: does he want to do it with you, or are you gonna probably just? Use- I don't know. No, I don't okay. know yet. But we will have that movie coming up,
0: and yeah, with that, yeah. We'll see you guys see next you week. Guys
1: next week.
0: Okay. Bye. 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 You can find us on Instagram at fallacious and factual. That is F A L L A C I O U S A N D
1: F A C T U A L. You can send us a Gmail with any stories you want to hear at fallaciousfactual at gmail.com. We'll see you next time, and remember,
0: keep it factual, and
1: Bye, fallacious!